When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome back. There has been lots of talk about Darth Plagueis with the surgeons of Snoke and their theoretical connection since The Force Awakens. So much focus on the two characters had me thinking. They're both so unknown, Snoke more than Plagueis, and we know Plagueis was the master of the all-powerful Darth Sidious. But what I question is, who was his master? That's what we'll discuss in this episode of Star Wars Theory. Darth Tenebris, also known as Rugus Gnome, was native to the same ancestry as Darth Bane. The public viewed him by his regular surname, Gnome, a masterful engineer for starship designs with a reputation spanning the galaxy. However, as the Sith Lord Darth Tenebris, he was a scientific mastermind, possessed with a calculative intellect drowned with an obsession for control, overshaping the future of the galaxy. He had two apprentices, Darth Plagueis the Wise and Darth Venomous. Unlike most Sith who ruled on brute power of force, Tenebris was much more than this. He was more versed with the ability to use science to his will, just as much as the dark side. He spent years attempting to construct a formulae for a virus that when ingested by a Jedi, would cut their ability to use the force indefinitely. This reminds me much of the serum or antidote in X-Men that makes mutants human during their consumption. The virus having been a fail, Tenebris continued his studies upon other matters, thus creating himself the perfect Sith apprentice. Tenebris manipulated a middle-ranking intergalactic bank agent named Car Damask into meeting his future wife, knowing that if they had a child, their offspring would be strong with the Force. When his prodigy son named Higo Damask turned five, Tenebris took this child as his apprentice, naming him Darth Plagueis. Upon their travels to a distant planet named Baldemnik, it was here that Plagueis began to truly harness the evil within him, plotting to kill his master. Tenebris, a smart man, became aware of his plan to kill him and left him deserted where he would require an envirosuit to breathe. Enraged by this, Plagueis snapped his neck, watching as his former master slowly died on the floor. Plagueis took pieces of his body to examine under a microscope, following in his footsteps, studying the slow but inevitable changes of his neurons and midichlorians. Now, this is where things become very interesting and open up a whole new world for theories about Sidious. Tenebris did not die. He ensured the survival of his own consciousness by altering his own midichlorians, which he called Maxichlorians. These Maxichlorians would migrate not into the Force, but rather into Plagueis himself. This is why he named his apprentice Plague-is, after the word plague or diseased one. Unable to detect the virus now infecting his cells, Tenebris' consciousness lay dormant in his body, cutting off the host's ability to be one with the Force. This meant that over time Tenebris was unplugging Plagueis' power to the Force and his own consciousness, reinstating his own. As his body died, Tenebris multiplied his cells one after the other in Plagueis, gaining access to his powers and foresight. At this moment, he saw the premonition of Sidious murdering Plagueis, which was as clear to him as looking at space through a foggy spyglass. The vision horrified him, knowing that Plagueis would soon die as well. Full of panic, Tenebris escaped his body only to find he had no more vessels to jump in, since his body was now mummified as time had passed without him knowing it. 
It had all seemed so instant to him. His only desire now was to wish he still had a vessel with a mouth, so that he could scream one last time. Tenebris was also proficient in force speed, using it to attempt to escape the Cortosis Mine, and using a force bubble as a shield to protect himself and Plagueis from a bomb's explosion. He could also hold up heavy rocks with the force, an impressive display of telekinesis. And he could fire the rare form of red force lightning, which was much more powerful. In addition to these powers, Tenebris was extremely versed with precognitive abilities, able to foresee his own death something even Darth Sidious and Darth Cadus were unable to do. Perhaps this was a power transferred to Anakin during his creation, as Anakin too could see the death of Padme and his mother, along with the fact that he was a great duelist, and although he didn't design space fighters, he was however, a master at flying them. Darth Tenebris' name was included in a 2006 blog entry by Leland Chi, the keeper of the Holocron Continuity Database, making the character's first mention in Star Wars canon. Chi stated that Tenebris' name may have been derived from the word Tenebris, a word meaning dark, gloomy, or obscure. Tenebris appeared in author Luceno's 2012 novel, Darth Plagueis, as the master of Darth Plagueis. His birth name, Ruggis Gnome, also appeared. I hope you all enjoyed this backstory to the all-powerful Darth Plagueis the Wise. I wish you all a good day or night wherever you are watching this in the galaxy. Remember to always think deep and judge well, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends. And as always, May the Force be with you. <laughs> now, fulfill your destiny. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs>